Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Dollar Menu Mid-Carters. I'm not going to do a lot of talking this one. <laughs> you wanna, I'll do the uh, the hosting duties. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're back here on the pod. We're going to try to get through this. Uh, it's not going to be your normal show review. We're going to do that one for Patreon, which you can get us at patreon.com slash anarchystl. Uh, we're going to try to get some content on there as soon as we can. Uh, obviously we're going to get into a little bit why we haven't recorded in a bit. <laughs> I think we have pretty good reason. I think so too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the title of this podcast is called The Best Week From Hell. Uh, kind of starts, like, we're just going to kind of jump right into it. So for me, it kind of started a week before our last event, um, my mom had been pretty sick. Uh, we figured it was the flu. Uh, she finally makes her way to the hospital and uh, is admitted into the hospital with uh, complications from her congestive heart failure, which uh, she had, you know, she's had that for like fuck, 10, 15 years. Uh, and also kidney failure. She only has one kidney. Uh, it was operating at about 35%. So... Uh, she was admitted into the hospital. So, uh, the crazy thing is, and on top, on top of that, like it happened to fall into the time frame where my dad was getting his, uh, six month checkup for prostate cancer to make sure his cancer hadn't come back. So dealing with both of those things at the same time, while also trying to prepare for this massive event that we had on June 9th was, uh, not ideal. And then... I was up at the hospital visiting my mom while waiting for my dad's results to come back and get a phone call. Hey, your grandmother was taken to the hospital via ambulance. (laughs) So I had all three of those things going on at once to uh, go into the show week. But other than that, like leading into the show... Yeah, we always talk about were there any, like, hiccups or anything leading into the show. And there really weren't any. I mean, we, we had released that Shire had gotten injured, so he wasn't going to be there, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, other than that, not really any uh, other cancellations or anything. Uh, thank God Miu's flight didn't get canceled, wasn't delayed or anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's the big one. (laughs) So, like, that all went off without a hitch. Uh, And, you know, look, the show itself went off very well. We had a lot of people there for the seminar. Uh, The seminar was great. Uh, Me ran a really cool seminar. Um, We had a ton of people there for the show. I believe the final number was 410. Uh, We obviously were no better than any other indie promotion. We would have definitely bragged about that the day of the show, but I didn't really want to do that during the show because I was afraid, like, you know, what if someone who don't particularly like us, which in St. Louis there are a few, um, were to, like, call the fire marshal or some shit on us because, look, we're not supposed to have that many people in that building. Uh, The actual building capacity for there is, like, 368. uh, And... 
we had 410 in there, so that tells you we had over what the fire marshal would have allowed. So I didn't want to risk anybody making any kind of phone calls on us if we're on Twitter, like, bragging about our draw, which every fucking indie promotion does. Yeah. Uh, I want one. Well, I don't ever want us to have a bad draw, but if we ever do, I want to take a picture of it. Like, what the fuck, guys? You don't want us to run shows no more? What's the issue here? There's no one here. Uh, but, yeah, so we had the... Uh, old take the picture of the crowd audience, but we didn't want to say exactly how many people the day of just in case. Um, but yeah, a lot of high stress for me going into this particular show. It was cool. My brother got to be at the show. He hadn't been to a show in a long time since the Granite city days, the outset of the pavilion days. Uh, I don't know which one he was at, but I think he was at one of those. I think he was too. I don't remember which one. But it was cool he was able to come back to a show. Uh, you know, as far as, like, all the stuff I had going on, like, my dad's results come back good. Uh, my mom, it's just kind of wait and see. Got to see if her kidney can get stronger so they can do some of these heart tests. Uh, my grandmother's still in the hospital. She's got to do a six-week rehab treatment just because, like, sodium levels were low. So... You know, that all kind of, I guess, would be still kind of an ongoing thing, but, I mean, it's not as stressful as it was, like, in the moment they're building into the show. But it definitely makes it hard uh, to run a high-level production with all that stuff going on. Um, a couple quick things, too, just for, like, show-type stuff, like with the meet-and-greet. I do understand that we there was a situation where some of the season pass or there's six season. show passes now I guess yeah. some of them you know we let in the meet and greet people for the meet and greet first and then they were able to stay in and they chose their seats which it's part of the six pass or the six pass people get to pay they get to choose their seats that was a misstep on my part uh, I should have just let the six show pass people in for the meet and greet. Um, look, we've done one meet and greet in the 20 years that we've been doing this between LWA and Anarchy. So there's a good chance not going to ever happen again because we just don't do a lot of meet and greets. Uh, we did it this time to Miu is a big star. I wanted to try and, uh, help her make as much as she could while she was with us. So that was kind of like a one-off thing, but I do realize that some of the six-show pass people didn't get their normal seats, and you know that that is a misstep on on my part. But that it won't happen again. Uh, meet and greet was cool. Miu was really cool. Uh, Sean got to hang out with Miu the next day because her flight didn't leave St. Louis on Saturday till like four thirty at night. Um, and so he got to take her around and show her some of St. Louis before taking her to the airport. Uh, but yeah, overall, the show was very good. Um, I thought it was our best show of the year as far as top to bottom. Uh, yeah, we just rewatched a bit of it, so. Yeah, yeah, just actually finished watching it uh, today. I was very happy with it. Again, like we will do uh, a match-by-match match breakdown for our Patreon. Uh, that will hopefully be done this week or early next week. We are going to do our best to uh, start providing weekly content the best we can. 
But there is a pretty good reason we have not been able to uh, to do that. And I guess we're going to dive into some of that now. Uh, so, yeah, the my lead up to the show was stressful. Uh, the show itself went great. Looked like things were, you know, going to be going well. And then everything changed on uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, I had no stress leading into the show. Um, it, was, it was great for me. <laughs> yeah, shit ton coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, wrestled Chaza. Had a good match. Saturday rolls around. Start doing my normal stuff. Took but, me to work, actually. Yeah, Dropped right. me off at work at 1.30 p.m. Yeah. Then... Uh, we was getting ready to go to a friend's house for uh, they're making dinner for us and had uh, sharp chest pain and a back spasm that felt like somebody just locked their fingers in place in the back. And normally for things like that, I'm like, uh, well, you know, just a hot shower and like a relaxing breath um, will get me through it. But then my jaw started to hurt like around the bottom and then at a central point under my uh, tongue, it just hurt. And that was, I've never had that before. So I take the shower, I relax for a minute, and then we go to our friend's house. And I'm telling Allison, my wife, something's not right about this, but I should be fine. Like I've had, you know, I've had back spasms before or, you know, tightness of chest. Especially coming out of a show. Yeah. Just sore. Right. So coming out of the show, it could have been just soreness from the match. Yeah. Um, We go to our friend's house. We were there for about 30, 45 minutes. Um, so it's been about an hour since this has happened. Uh, and then I just can't eat any of the food he's made. And it's it's good. It's a delicious brisket. Smoky. <laughs> Smoking brisket. Smoking brisket. And I just, I'm like, ah, this is wrong. Um, so I drive, to, uh, I drive us to urgent care. Tell them I'm having chest pains. They see me immediately. They do an EKG. They say... That doesn't look like signs of a heart attack, but it could be something. Um, they're going to call an ambulance still. Okay. Ambulance comes. I talk with them. And then uh, they load me in, but they don't, like, turn the sirens on and, like, shoot me off. We just take a nice trip to St. Luke's. As we get there, uh, they're in another set of EKGs. And, again, it doesn't look like it's a heart attack. Nothing major. So... Uh, no, probably nothing, you know, just probably the soreness and the jaw thing is weird. We get there, uh, I'm talking to the doctor, and then they do one more set of EKGs, and then they do like a chest x-ray, or um, what's that? Uh, uh, ultrasound. What, ultrasound, thank you. The thing where they put you in the tube and out. Oh, that's an MRI. An MRI, yes. Yeah. They do an MRI, and uh, they say, okay, cool, and then they send me back to my room. As I'm going back to my room, I see the doctor there on the phone, look at me, turn away, say my name. I could hear him say Jacob. And uh, I go to my room and they're like, yeah, we're just going to move you to another room. And then I say, okay. Uh, I go to the other room. Uh, The one doctor's there. Another doctor comes in and he tells me that I have what's called an uh, aortic dissertation. Dissection? Dissection. Um, and basically what it is, is, uh, one of my aorta valves has, uh, aneurysm and aneurysms basically. Yes. Thank you. And if I don't get surgery that night, there won't be a need for surgery. And I say, okay. 
Uh, by now, I've sent Allison home to get clothes because they think it's just a heart attack, so I'm just staying the night. Um, I call Allison. I tell her, you got to come home or come to the hospital uh, right away. And then um, start meeting with everyone. And that's when I have, uh, with the limited cell phone service I have, I'm able to put, like, messages out. And it's to three people. Well, it's two, technically. Allison, it's you, um, and... Uh, it's our friend Sharon, who we were at, who was asking for updates. And I'm like, I'm going to go into surgery. I have to have emergency uh, heart surgery, right? open heart surgery right now. Uh, I also apparently have a genetic abnormality with a bicuspal valve, where I'm missing a, val- a valve flap. Um, and so that also helped to it, I think. And then Sunday night, or Saturday night into Sunday, I'm on the table being operated on. For under nine hours, eight to nine hours? I believe so. I You texted me it was about 10 o'clock because I was on my way home from work, which, like, to, to rewind, like, when my dad tells me what's going on with my mom, he's terrible at sending texts. So I'm on my <laughs> way home from work that day, and he just sends me a text that goes, well, it's not the flu, congestive heart failure. So I immediately, I'm like, what the fuck? All right, do I, I need to come to the hospital right now? How long does she got? Like, So once again, I'm on my way home from work. and just ordered me some Papa John's pizza Ooh, and wings. All right. <laughs> and I was like, we got to hurry up and get back. And that's when you messaged. And I was like, wait a minute. Because when you sent the message, you just said, getting ready to go into surgery. Well, I first I thought you were fucking with me. And then I thought, like, well, maybe it's like, you know, hernia surgery, something like that. And then you put, it was an aortic dissection. So then I start fucking Googling that to see what that is. And then, I mean, Allison had sent me a message that you were out of surgery at like 5.30 in the morning. So yeah. that long. I mean, it sounds about seven, eight hour surgery. Yeah. Um, so it was very scary. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me two options. One, I could have like a, like a cow graft style on the uh, um, on the aorta or um, a robotic one uh, but the difference is the the cow one I would have to have replaced uh, 10 12 years maybe earlier maybe later who knows um, the robotic one uh, would never have to be replaced but I would have to be on blood thinners every day for the rest of my life after that and I chose the former because I figured who knows where technology will be in 10 years. And hopefully I will be in a better place. This one might have, you know, jumped out in the middle of the night and surprised me. Um, I wake up the next day. I'm sore. My chest is covered in cuts and and scratches and bruises. And uh, I don't have reception. So anything that gets out is through Allison and people who know where I am or know to come to visit me. And, uh... That was my Saturday into Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, for me, it was, I didn't know, because when I'm Googling this, I'm mostly reading that they put stents in, it's a two to three day hospital stay, things of that nature. I didn't know the severity of the actual surgery, even when you said you were going into surgery. Uh, so when you called me after surgery, and we were talking at first I was shocked you were even able to call me because I mean you're my mom went through this exact same surgery like 10 years ago and 
her recovery was nothing like this. Like she had a way rougher recovery just because she wasn't as in as good a shape. Because when she came off it, she was shit. She was in like that ICU for a week, like maybe even longer. And she sure as shit wouldn't have been able to call. So when you call me, and you're like, "Oh, surgery's done," and you start telling me about it, and you're like, "Oh, they think that I'll be in here for at least a week." I was like, "Well, wait a minute." A week? I thought it was two to three days. And you started explaining more. And I was like, wait a minute. Did they have to, like, crack your chest open? And you just go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to have the whole thing. So that's when I actually found out, like, oh, shit. Like, this was, like, serious, like open-heart surgery. Serious. And I didn't even know that at the time. Uh, Fun fact, they don't crack your chest open. They have a saw. Yeah, bone saw. They bone saw you open, yeah. Goes through your ribs, I believe. Fun. Yeah, that's... Uh, and to be clear, I asked the doctor point blank before I went into surgery, uh, what caused this? Could it have, I, I point blank, I said, could it have been wrestling, diet, like, and he said, no, it's a genetic anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're off the hook, Shazza. You didn't damn near do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was extremely scary. Uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 For- yeah. The first couple of nights at the hospital were rough. I uh, I couldn't sleep. I still can't really sleep. I can get maybe like 30 minutes and then my medicine wakes me up because um, I'm on a um, dietetic. No, that's not the right word. I'm on two pills that make me pee because I have excess fluid. Um, and yeah, just every 30 minutes they'll wake me up and they'll be like, all right, time to go. Yeah, that's Di- diuretic. I yeah. think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hospital stays were a bit touch and go, uh, not mortality wise, but like because uh, I eventually on like day three was suffering from uh, a slight bit of uh, I think they called it ICU uh, dementia or par- dementia maybe, where like because I couldn't sleep because like it was all the same like it was uh, it was very much I started seeing you know like cartoons when I closed my eyes. And I don't mean like, oh, in my imagination, I mean like there. And then they would start, you know, being live on the walls or wherever because I couldn't sleep. Yep. I was just up for four days in, you know, pain. And the hospital staff did the best they absolutely could. There's no shame in their game. Uh, they kept me as well up and uh, pain-free as they could. But your chest is cracked open. It's going to hurt as it heals. You know? Yeah, it's going to be some pain. And what's weird... Well, not weird, but it's just a part of it, I think. Cause my, again, my mom had the same thing. Like, she had hallucinations and shit. She still, to this day, believes that the whole nursing staff and hospital staff threw a party while she was in there. It was that she described it as like a baby or bridal shower. And she was telling us how there were clowns riding around on bicycles in there and one of the nurses come in and didn't know she was still awake and tied a little red balloon onto her finger and what they were in her room eating cake and stuff. And, and she still to this day believes that that happened. She will she, when we, I called her and was telling her about your search. She goes, Oh, I hope they don't hope they're better than they were at the hospital. I was in, they threw a whole party in there when I was in there. Like she still to this day believes that happened. And I think that's part of like, Probably part of, like, the heavy fucking medicine you're on coming out of the anesthesia and all that shit. Oh, yeah. I was on bags for at least three days. Yeah. And then they slowly moved me out into bags and pills and then just down to pills. 
Um, yeah, and then eventually I got moved to step down. Um, and I'm very fortunate that I was in as good a shape as I, I, I was. I'm not saying I, mean, I was in great shape, but uh, I was able to come home five or six days. I think I came home Saturday. Mm-hmm. So almost a week uh, and then home. And I've been home for a couple of days. I'm still trying to get my sleep schedule down. Like I said, the medicine kind of messes with me, but I'm only on some of it for a week. And then I have checkups, rehab coming up, and a couple of other things. Um, and then just healing, quite frankly. Uh, I have a little bit of a trouble. Um, and I want you to, I want to say this right now because I'm a big person who, when, when asked, like, Oh, hey, how you doing? I just say, oh, fine. You know what? Even on my shoulder sore or whatever else. Do not do this in this scenario. Tell them everything you're going through. Um, because it might not... Maybe it's nothing. Maybe. But maybe it's something related to something else. I I don't know. So I just... I told them everything. That's probably super fucking annoying. <laughs> but I told them everything. Um, I told them about the, 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 the delirium. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's common. I'm like, oh, cool. You should probably maybe tell people this is a thing that can happen. <laughs> yeah, you might see some shit. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm here. Uh, home arrested. I can't drive, can't go anywhere. Um, thankfully, Matt came to, to watch me today, babysit me. And then uh, I got my grandma coming. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's scary. Um, it really was, you know. But I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. The choice was which valve to get, right? Right, yeah. There was no choice. Like, right. I have the surgery comes. Right. Um, so, you know. Now the recovery begins. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate. Um, and so many of you have reached out. And I've tried to respond to as many people as I can, but I get tired. Um, it's a big thing. Is uh, Even though I've been able to do this and talk for a while... Afterwards, I'm going to have to relax for a long time. This is a lot of energy to expend for me. Um, and it goes the same with like responding to messages. Uh, I think I've responded to just about as much as I, as I have or could. Um, but I, I appreciate you reaching out. I, it's, it's a long road to recovery. It really is. Uh, they say it's at least a month until all the holes in me are completely closed. Uh, I currently have two open holes in my chest right now. Um so it's going to be a while, but because of all of you guys and, you know, family like Matt, I, uh, I know I'll get through it. It'll be tough, but I'll see the end of it. Well, one month puts us at Circus Maximus, so I guess the question is. <laughs> I'll see that son of a bitch Orleans in the ring. Somebody just bring me a gun. <laughs> yeah, we need one fan to bring, uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, we're not going to make any kind of public statement through the company, but I think it's fairly obvious to know that like the, the match at Circus Maximus is uh, not going to be happening. Um, yeah, man, it was really scary. I can only imagine what it had been like for you, like what it was like for you to have to go through that. I mean, for me, I just sat at home shocked, and I didn't even know the fucking severity of the surgery. Like, I, I was just at home, like, shocked, like, shocked this had happened at all shocked that this had happened on top of like the other shit that was going on. I was like, man, like this shit, like is this wild how all these things happened at one time. Yeah. Coming off of 
like this super big show or whatever we had, which is not important at all in the grand scheme of things. It's just odd that like all this shit happened at one time. And, uh, a few people who would read, like, when Athena texts me about it, she's like, hey, I'm seeing, like, I've seen your post on Twitter. Is this R. Evan that you're talking about? I was like, yeah. And she's like, holy fuck. I mean, it was just shocking. Oh, I haven't even gone through, like, Twitter. Um, sorry. Mostly just messages. Because I know there's, when you put that thing out, there was a lot of, like, replies and everything. Oh, um, yeah. Tons of people reached out on yeah. Twitter. Uh yeah, like at first, like at first, I was like, "Well, I don't know, like, what I should be updating or what I because I don't, you know, I just don't want to put that shit out there without yeah. talking to you." But yeah, I was like, "Man, like this is like it was just fucking crazy. It, it really was." And uh, obviously, I'm super glad you're still here with us. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done if you didn't make it through that. So I'm super happy that you did. Uh, Had to rename the dingo. Yeah, we would have definitely, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we've already put money into branding on that, so I would have been very upset that we had to rename the dingo. <laughs> oh, man, but uh, yeah, it's wild to, like, again, like, I don't know too many people that have went through this. The only thing I had to compare it to is when my mom had to go through it and to see what your recovery is already compared to what hers was, it's like night and day. Like, shit, she was in the hospital so long, she was getting mail up there. <laughs> she was in there for, like, 90 days in the hospital because she couldn't, like, the recovery wasn't, didn't go well. Uh, but, yeah, so the fact you're already home is fucking wild. Yeah. And it just happened so quick. Like, that, the biggest thing that you think about, like, what the fucking, like, what all goes into that kind of surgery and you're home in four days, back at home. Like, it, it, it's wild to me that that's even possible i mean technically they asked uh they asked if i felt fine to come home that day yeah but they they i i was scheduled for release monday anyway yeah but i was ready to come home like i don't think they could have done anything for me there that you're not doing here yeah right that makes sense yeah all right so that's pretty much it like again we're gonna We'll either, either together we'll do a match by match on Patreon uh, a little bit later. Um, otherwise, you'll hear me on there with somebody just so we can let uh, let Evan here rest. But we did want to put something out. Again, Patreon's patreon.com slash anarchystl. We do our best to do uh, two podcasts a month. We for sure always do that. That's what we promise. But we really try to go on there every week and, and give something. Uh, rather, it's talking about anarchy, talking about just what's going on in wrestling, shit like that. But for this one, we wanted to go ahead and do it public through uh, so you know whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. But uh, yeah, we'll do our best to be back later this week on the Patreon. Uh, Circus Maximus tickets are on sale. STLAnarchy.com for show dates and tickets. Uh, and yeah. That's all I got. You got anything to add? No, I don't. Uh, just thank you for everyone who reached out to me. Uh, if I haven't reached back, I apologize. I will get around to it, I hope. <clears throat> hmm, there we go. Um, thank you. Because of you, this is, it's not an easy road, but I know I'm not walking it alone.